Hello, everyone, and thank you for watching and listening. Uh, today, this is episode 46 of the BMW Blog Podcast, and today we have Nate Risham. He's a longtime BMW Blog contributor, and uh, he's got some really exciting stuff to talk about today. Uh, drove the BMW M4 GT4, as well as attended the BMW uh, Performance Driving School. And I actually had to read your shirt right there. I remember the exact name of what it was called. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, hi, Nate. Thanks for joining us. Hey, no problem, Nico. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It's, uh, I'm surprised it's taken me this long to jump on the podcast. I've always uh, had an excuse for some reason or other not to join. So <laughs> that's all right. Most people do have an excuse when they want to talk to us. No, I'm just kidding. But um... yeah, I'm, I'm just, it's, it's new to get in front of the camera for me. I've always been behind it and writing stories. So actually getting in front of it, it's, uh, something to get more useful used to now. And so uh, it's, it's nice to get down and talk. So yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, it's always a little awkward like doing I, I i'm always i'm not used to this sort of, sort of thing yet so i'm always a little like when it's video i'm always a little like ah. i know I, I just uh i don't think i'll ever get used to it but you know whatever i just right, right i yeah. just roll with it now and whatever right. um but yeah like ricky bobby like in you know on the camera <laughs> for the first time <laughs> right you just yeah. kind of freeze yeah totally that's how it feels but uh no it's good to jump on like i said there's been a few in the past i wish i would have joined but uh it's good to be talking with you now yeah, thanks. Yeah, we've had some we've had some good ones to the point where I was like, I can't believe I'm talking to this person. Actually, like this is awesome. It's been a really right. Fun experience. Uh, I remember uh, Jason Camisa was on, and I really wanted yeah. with him because he shares a lot of the same interest and and feelings I do about the brand right. and products. Right. So uh, after hearing that, I was like, ah, man, that would have been a great conversation to to jump in. But we got to realize you can't have too many fish in the pool. You know, it's, right, uh, right. It just yeah, gets yeah. a little too too much. Yeah, that's why usually so, when we have yeah. guests on, I kind of just shut up. <laughs> like Rachel does all the he does all the heavy lifting, and I just shut up because like you don't want people, too many people jumping in. But uh, yeah, no, thanks yep. for thanks for finally joining us. We're happy to have you on because yeah, you've no done worries. a lot of really cool stuff for BMW and with BMW and with us. So you know it's cool to actually have you on. So yeah, tell us about the, the driving experience. That that must have been pretty. Oh awesome. man, so it was absolutely amazing. Um, can't can't complain about anything really. Uh, but yeah, so I got to go to the, the all new BMW M4 GT4 experience at the Thermal Club. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It's been something I've been wanting to go to since I think they launched it two years ago. So I think 2019, they launched in Europe with the GT4 experience, which is uh, basically they had, I think it was about five different tracks around Europe where you basically went for a full day um, and got treated like you're a, a, a race car driver. You know, you did the, the you got it to wear the the fire suits, helmets. Uh, you got a seat right. fitting. Oh wow! So it's like all a that full cool comprehensive experience. It's not just like yeah. here's a helmet. Go you know go take a lap. Okay. Exactly. No. Yeah. You got the full setup, the full fitting, and everything. And then you got to experience the the full on race car. I mean, it's not. It's. I mean, that's the customer racing cars that you know people like Beamer World and Turner Motorsports. They race and have been successful with. So you get right. to jump in that exact same car, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, when that, yeah, it's just super cool to be able to do. And, and as soon as I saw it in Europe, I was like, yes, I want to do that. I want to go do that. Um, but obviously with the current situations, obviously we weren't traveling to Europe to be able yeah. to do that. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but <laughs> thankfully, you know, things started opening up and they have things here now at uh, the BMW performance driving schools here in the U S um, they just, I think I was their second class. Um, but yeah, they're up and running. Uh, they do have a, a, a huge kind of profile of, of what you can do with this. What I was involved in with the was what I said is the M4 GT4 experience, uh, but they also offer um, full day GT4 training um, and and half day as well. So you can go oh, wow, okay. and spend the whole period with the GT4. Um, right. My experience was um, the like I said the experience, which is basically. Kind of gives you the feeler to kind of get you used to it things like that um it started out with uh jumping into m2s and m4s to get warmed up and then uh, the gt4 to end the day okay, it's a lot of fun yeah yeah that's pretty awesome so you drove you said bmw m2s and m4s to warm up yeah so uh basically they weren't just going to throw us into the race car and be like yeah right, hey, go right. have fun <laughs> uh so we uh, after we got fitted for all of our suits and helmets and stuff like that, we jumped into uh, the M2s um, and just did some warm-up exercises, little autocross action, some right, yeah. some lapping to kind of get up to speed, get get our uh, you know get get our skills 
turned back yeah. on again yeah. because who knows how long i mean personally i haven't been on track and i think only once in the last year because of everything going on so yeah and the average person you know the average person isn't going on track a ton so yeah like i mean exactly even, even i like in this job you know i only go on track maybe a couple times a year so you know it's all the first few laps of anything is always like oh man gotta remember how to do this so, so rusty yeah yeah. yeah yeah so yeah i can imagine getting straight into a genuine race car is probably problematic <laughs> yeah um probably no, a little bit so it's smart for them to do yeah so it's cool if you get to drive the road car m4 on track and then and then jump in the m4 gt4 that's pretty cool so you got to really feel the differences between the road car and the you know the actual customer racing car right like yeah back exactly back, like quickly not like i've driven the m4 before and i'm getting in this it's like I mean, you're really getting the differences yeah totally so basically what we did after we did the m2s is yeah we jumped right into the regular m4 um head out to the south palm circuit at the thermal club if, if anyone's familiar with the, the tracks there um, oh, that's yeah. the one that's been there the longest it's the first one that's been open um we did a good uh i think it's about two lapping sessions so probably about 30 40 minutes of lapping in the m4s um basically you know learning the track learning some lines um and then the second session we talked about what's going to be different what to expect from the race car so uh you know driving a, a road car versus a uh, race car the lines are completely different because uh, um the street car obviously on street tires you got some compliance in the right, suspension right. and with the race car you know it's a lot lighter you have downforce so your turning capabilities, your braking points, everything's a little bit different. So they're talking in that second session. Okay, so in previous one, we're, we were breaking at five. Now we'll be breaking at the four marker. Um, your, your line's going to be a little bit different through, through the corner. This is going to be more, instead of rounded off with the streetcar, we're going to be more point and shoot. You know, they're kind of walking you through, getting you prepared for what, what to expect. Right. Um, a lot of things with like the braking and acceleration out of corners, you know, how it is different between a street car and the race car. Yeah, that's really cool. It's a, it's a great way to, to kind of understand the, the, capa the capability difference between the, you know, the race car and the road car. Like you said, you know, you're not rounding off the corners. You can just, you know, turn right in and, you know, the turn is much sharper. There's so much more grip and, and arrow and downforce. And, you know, you can really push those things. So I imagine that must've been really cool to experience. Yeah, it's been super cool. I've been lucky enough to been in a couple race cars in the past, um, but for very short periods of time. Um, and obviously I've, I've been in some, a, a lot of cars and a lot of driving in the past on track. So I'm, I, I felt fairly experienced, but to have, you know, a full on factory race car with, I, I think that runs like $240,000 for one of them, yeah. uh, which is right. just, <laughs> mind-boggling an m4 costing a quarter of a million dollars right yeah um <laughs> but it's, it's like wild. yeah yeah it's kind of wild i mean it's like i mean it's, considering it's a it's lot under, of money yeah considering its underpinnings are like a 420d in europe you know what i mean which is like a little diesel like you know four-cylinder not almost an economy car but it's a fairly you know inexpensive premium car and then you go up to you can see that it can become a two hundred forty thousand dollar race car yeah cool. it's really cool um so yeah, the experience was really amazing. Uh, some of the things that, that like you notice, obviously right off the back is it's not a no, normal M4. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's right. nothing normal about it. Right. Uh, just the body shape. Right. Uh, so literally like uh, all the body panels or most of the body panels have been replaced with like carbon fiber pieces. Um, there's arrow bits all over it. So you have uh, like a front lip spoiler, all the dive planes, uh, right. a massive rear adjustable wing. Um, all that providing, you know, the downforce for you. Um, and then, yeah, full race buckets. Um, there wasn't even a dash. Like the dash is completely removed. It's just a carbon fiber uh, makeshift dash with a, a little race gauge in there. Right. Um, but it, awesome some of the cool things. Right? I love that thing. Yeah, the little tiny one that pops yeah. off, which is just the, yeah. the side handheld ones, um, which was really, really cool to have um, with all the, the different buttons on there. You know, you right. always see like, the race like in formula one all the buttons and adjustments yeah. and knobs so it's yeah. cool to sit in that car and just have everything in front of you there yeah. uh it was really awesome i imagine uh, is that super overwhelming all those buttons like, like i, I thought it like, would oh, be I was, i'm always like oh my god like how do you know what the hell do and, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly that's 
that's what I was thinking too. I was like, when we first, you know, we got a, an intro session in the morning when we got everything fitted and I thought we were going to go through all the buttons and all the settings and things like that. But it was super user-friendly. Actually, I think it's more user-friendly than a normal M-car steering wheel. <laughs> really? That's funny. That's because funny. you have, I think it's like eight different buttons on there. And it was uh, cycle through the dash was one of them. So kind of like yeah. your, your onboard computer, left and right turn signals, high beam flash, the drink bottle. And the oh, yeah, we should have the drink bottle. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And that was it. That was all that was on there. Yeah. Um, well, I guess, yeah, it makes sense. It'd be more intuitive because there's, you know, there's not like volume up and down and, all, you know, autonomous braking and yeah. drive assist modes and, <laughs> you know, different. So, yeah, it makes sense that it's, it's like more intuitive than a road car. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all do. very clear, very straightforward um, so that you're not having to think about things. You can just, you know, right, yeah, yeah. take a quick glance and press. Um, some of the cool things, though, like in the, in the center console, is you, you do see some of that M4 still, the, like it still has the OEM start-stop right, right. button, right. <laughs> which is yeah. interesting to see in a race car. Yeah, like why make a new um, one, right? Yeah, it works. Yeah, it's like yeah. you have one, why not just yeah. use it? So that's cool to see. Um, it has the same, the, uh, so it runs off a DCT, it's not a manual, um, right. but like the, DC, the DCT knob, OEM one, which is yeah. cool. And, and even the OEM key is used in the car. So oh, it, really? That's funny. Yeah, which I, yeah, I always thought I was like, oh, there'd just be like a, a race car. They have a lot of times the, the big red switches, things right. like that. Yeah, but yeah. no, the uh, the OEM BMW keys right there strapped in the center console. That's kind so of I kind of just see that cool little tie-in though, right, and like right, brings yeah. it back to it came from the road car. So that's pretty yeah, cool. That is cool, and that has to be really cool. I would have to say that has to be the coolest for M4 customers, people who already have an M4, because if they go and do that. Then they're seeing like this is what my car kind of can be like my car like obviously they're two very different things but you know the race car is based off of the road car sort of you know so it has to be really cool for customers like this is the car i use every day and then this is what i'm driving now it's, it's pretty cool so oh yeah totally uh so i mean it definitely it still feels and and like you still get that front engine rear wheel drive um the 50 50 balance of of the bmw you know the right. there's a lot of times i get in a lot of other front engine real drive cars and you just can tell it just doesn't have that balance that a bmw has that you expect from it and it's cool to be able to like you were saying drive the street car then the road car right afterwards right yeah um, because you can definitely feel that, that it is the same lineage it is the same car it's just taken to the extreme right yeah uh and yeah for 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 customers I think that's just super, super cool. I always, right. always told customers when they bought, or, you know, if they're planning on buying M cars, I'm like, go do an M day, learn what your car can do because it will yeah. blow your mind Absolutely. what it can actually do on track right. versus what you think it can do, you know? And so this, that just takes that to that next level to, you know, the M car does cut, the M does stand for motorsport, you know? Right. So um, it's sure. not marketing. Is that marketing? Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I've heard that one a lot in the comments these days. So I'm just, uh, <laughs> just clarifying. Exactly. You know, I, I, we both see it a lot. You know, you know, M stands for marketing now. And yeah, it is everywhere. But I mean, uh, the reason I really wanted to get into to this type of experience was the growth of their customer racing is massive. People don't yeah. understand how involved they are in motorsport now. Right. Um, you know, they kind of think, you know, they're, they're turning off towards marketing and branding. But in reality, over the last six or seven years, their motorsports has blown up to be huge. Right. Um, I mean, they have uh, four different race cars now. I mean, they used to just have the factory, whatever. It was yeah, an yeah. M3, then the Z4, you know, they changed yeah, I love it. That Z4. Oh, the Z4 is amazing. That's great. Um, well, I never drove it, but it was great looking. <laughs> <It sounded awesome. laughs> yeah. Oh, man, the, the low and wide. Mm -hmm. It was, oh, it, was, yeah. it looks so good. Uh, but now... Now, not only do they have the M4 GT4, but they have the M2 CS racing, which it was the M240i racing before that. But you so yeah. they have they have that one for club racers and things like that. They race it in the Nurburgring 24 hour. They have the M4 GT4, which is for more that next professional level up. So you got people like I said, Turner and Beamer World yeah. racing those in, in the in the classes out there. They have the M6 GT3 car, which is going to be replaced pretty soon by the M4 GT3, 
which is just a you know more powerful higher level car um yeah. and then they have the the factory cars the m8 uh, gtlms yeah so i mean they cool. have yeah they have a massive amount of motorsport going on right now um and they're hu hugely successful so yeah uh, it's really cool to see that you know the original m3 came out of racing it was a right a yeah. car that was yeah the e30 yeah. built for racing and right, it was like, hey, yeah yep, it's a homologation special um, so it's really cool to see that their cars now, um, they're getting back to that, you know, it's, yeah. this is the, the M3s and M4s and even the M2s they're I, and the great thing with the M8 is they made the race car first. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. So, you know, they made the race car before they made the road car. I mean, they're looking at motorsport more and more now than they, I think they probably had. So it's cool to have all these customer levels and that any customer can just go down, log on to the BMW Performance Center website and say, yeah, I want to go get the GT4 experience and yeah. come down and drive their customer race car. And it's it was it was really cool. There were a few uh, customers there. Um, it was very light handy because it was literally two days after California opened things back up. Right, yes. But those customers, I mean, their eyes were wide as can be and their minds were just blown because they just didn't realize they're like, Oh, this will be fun. And then they have a full on BMW motorsport engineer on hand, strapping them into right, the car yeah. and they're putting the helmets on. They got the radios jacked in, you know, it's like, yeah. this is no, you're in the full on race cars. Yeah. Super that's awesome. Cool. That is cool. And it's, I actually, I've never done the performance driving sport, um, but I would like to, for one reason, I want to see, customers experience like customers faces when they actually because most people don't drive on track like even m customers usually don't take their cars to the track so i would love to see someone who's never been on track before never driven anything you know like that before never driven anywhere near that fast before actually get into something like that because we're kind of we might be a little bit jaded we, we've, we've been able to drive on track quite a bit we've driven a lot of really fast cool cars but to see someone who's never done anything close to that get into an m4 gt4 must be a pretty cool experience yeah, I absolutely actually love that part of it, you know, um, coming from my past where I was a driving instructor, some of the most fun things to have is just taking people out for a hot lap and yeah. showing them what the car is capable of. Um, and their, you know, their jaws drop, their eyes get big and they're like, I had no idea, <laughs> um, you know, yeah. and, and then they get to now they can go to these performance driving schools and do it themselves. And literally, I mean, uh, I've been lucky enough to go to the, both the one and two day M schools and those customers, they're just, they get to the end of the day and they're just like staring, they're just like <laughs> staring at the wall because they just, they're, they're, they blow views or something. Yeah. It's just like, they just, they're like, I can't believe I was just able to do that. Um, you know, you're, you, they have this awesome little autocross like circuit set up that's highly configurable that they change up. You're pushing the cars. I mean, you're flooring them off the line. You're smashing the brakes into the ABS. You're getting yeah. it sideways. They have a skid pad to where you do drift sessions. Um, and then you go over to the big course and you're doing 135 miles an hour down the straight and smashing on the brakes. Just right. things you don't get to do. Yeah. And it, it's just so much fun. And I always tell people, they're like, oh, that's, you know, that's a lot of money. But I mean, I actually think it's an amazing value that performance driving schools so i think the one day is roughly like fifteen hundred dollars but i actually kind of stopped going to track days myself because that's not much more money right um, yeah that's i think the last time i took my e46 m3 to a track day it cost me almost a thousand dollars because yeah. you're looking at 500 bucks for the fee you have gas you have insurance you have tire wear obviously you're going to want to do like oil change afterwards and things like that. Um, yeah. All of that adds up. Tra yeah, track driving and is like a, as a hobby is very expensive. It's extremely expensive. So I, like I started, you know, after a while, it's like, well, I can just go down there, show yeah. up, you feed me breakfast, and right. then I jump into your brand new M4s. Yeah, then I don't have to worry about beating up because I don't have to take it home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't have to worry about, oh, uh, I something went wrong. I have to find a trailer to take my car home. Now. Exactly. It's not like, sorry, honey, I got to blow our vacation fund on new suspension because I blew mine out on track. Right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like you look at that and you're looking at, you know, 
seven, eight hundred up to a thousand dollars for a weekend at a track day versus fifteen hundred to go to a performance driving school. Right. It's like, yeah, I I I tell everyone, I'm like, they're like, oh, I'd like a track day. I'm like, no, I'll go to a performance school. Because yeah. you you go to Palm Springs, you stay in a fancy hotel, um, you you get fed right. like right. like amazing breakfast and lunch, and you're driving their brand new cars, burning their tires and gas, right. and have professional instruction. I mean, yeah, it's hard to pass thing. up. That's another thing. Like when you go to just you know whatever track day, your local track, you're not getting professional instruction from proper drivers. Like you're not getting like no. real racing drivers getting you in the car telling you exactly how to, you know, how to do it, showing you how to do it. Like you, you come mm-hmm. out of the track, the performance day, a better driver, you know, than if you were just go to your average track day and just beat the hell out of your car, not really knowing what you're doing. You know what I mean? So it, it is a great value because it's not only fun, but it's actually like, you know, you're, you're, it's educational. You're getting, you're becoming a better driver. So it, it is, it's a pretty good value when you look at it that way. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I've been to quite a few, I mean, Nowadays, there's so many different people offering track day events. Right. Um, like in the past, it was just the car club, which, you know, they have instruction, which I think is very good. Um, but I mean, these are, they're people who have been doing it over years and they do have it, but that's not their profession. You know, that's not what they right. do every single day. It's something they do at track days. Right. Um, but like all the, most of the others, it's hit and miss. You probably just show up and drive and leave and you're like, oh, that was fun. But you may not have learned anything right. here. Yeah, they're they're on the radio nonstop. They're telling you techniques, what you need to improve. You know, you know they even you'll even get timing sessions to where you can you can see if you're improving things right. like yeah. that. You it's, actually it's see your progress. Hard. Yeah, exactly. Um, with the M4 GT4 experience, which is really cool. Obviously, they take it to the next level because the car's got V box and all the data logging right. systems. Uh, you actually get your V box data. Oh, that's cool. That's uh, so really they record. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I've been watching it. Uh, one of the guys that was at the school with me sent me messages. He's like, I've been watching this nonstop for the last couple of days. Because <laughs> uh, they have a video pointed right at you and then a video pointed forward. And you get like, yeah, it's it's like full race car. So you get all your throttle and your braking pressure and your speed and your G-force and your lap oh, times cool. and your best lap and everything's on there. And it's got all this data. Um, so it, it takes it to the next level. Uh, but it's it's super cool to see uh, all is, of that, yeah. and and that's one thing that's really cool about this experience is so so now you get the taste of it, and if you wanted to, you can go back and get those the the, the larger packages. Um, right. I think the half um, it's a little bit more expensive, but it's not it's not the experience. It's it's actually where they start digging into that with you. You know, the engineer and driving instructor will sit down and be like looking at your 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 data log and be like, okay, you could break later in this corner. You know, you can, you can actually get it on the throttle a little bit earlier here. You're losing time in this section, you know, and they can actually start digging into that stuff and going to that next level and really making you a better driver. Yeah, no, that, that sounds super cool. Actually, as, as a, at least for like guys like us, like real nerdy car nerds, that kind of stuff. I, I don't know about you, but like, graphs and little information about that i would go nuts over that like little the, the, the v-box video i would probably watch that constantly like that's really cool yeah i mean i'm i'm the notorious that people coming up to asking me they're like oh you do high performance driving how fast have you gone and i'm like i don't know yeah yeah because i'm not, <laughs> I'm not looking at the speedometer yeah <laughs> no i'm not looking down going okay i'm going this fast this fast yeah, no yeah, i yeah. i'm just driving i go as fast as i, I I'm driving by the seat of my pants, yeah. you know. As fast as my courage I'm... will let me, yeah. Exactly. I know I pulled fifth. I maxed it, whatever that is. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, it's like I went as fast as I could until I had to break. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so being able to go back and, yeah, look at that stuff and actually be like, yeah, I reached 138 on the end of that straight, you know. Right, yeah. Like that, it's actually, it's actually pretty cool to, yeah, watch and look at all the time. Yeah, no, I would, I would absolutely love that. And that's a, like, and that's another thing. It's almost like a, like an amusement park experience, right? Cause like you get memories that you get to keep, you get something that you, you get that data back, you get that V box stuff back. Like, it's not like, like you said, going to a track day is very expensive on its own. And you really, you don't get, the only thing you come, come back with is worse oil and worse tires. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you come back yeah. with this and you have this crazy, like this awesome experience as if you went to like, you know, an amusement park, like Disneyland or something, you know, you get your, bringing back this crazy experience that you can share it's uh, that's that's really cool you know what i mean like uh, that's awesome plus like you said they feed you breakfast and you know it's nice and relaxed 
you know, you know, yeah, it's, it's work. <laughs> it's nice. That's a, that's a really great point because I mean, I mean, I remember when I first started going to track days and you're worried about tire pressures and making sure your lug nuts are tight and you know, Oh, when's my session? Am I supposed to be working a corner? You know, you got all this stuff you're worrying about. You're like, Oh, I need to eat lunch. You know? So yeah, you're like right, scarfing right. down a Gatorade and a granola bar. Uh, you, you don't get to think so much about, I mean, the driving until you're actually doing it, you know? Right. And so, yeah, like the experience of like theme park is totally right because you jump in your ride and you experience and you get to enjoy it and not think about all that other stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's carefree that's just, enjoyment. Exactly. Um, and, you know, they take care of absolutely and everything. Um, so where you just don't have to, yeah, you don't have to worry about anything, which is just makes it so much more enjoyable. Yeah, um, for real. And they, they, they even go next level. Um, so they've just partnered with the new hotel that they put me up in called Hotel Paseo, uh, which is this little fan, um, luxury boutique hotel in Palm Desert, which was fantastic. I was not, ex- I was expecting, you know, normally you go to a track day and you're in Motel 6 in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, and with, with this, I'm in Palm Desert. I'm right off of uh, all the fancy restaurants and stuff in this great hotel. Uh, I arrived, I hung out at the pool in the hot tub the night before, <laughs> you know, you get transported to the track um, and then obviously have everything there. And then you're back at this really nice hotel, which has a spa. It's like I could have got a massage if it was currently open afterwards. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it just makes the whole thing just like an amazing day. It's like right. the, the whole thing I was kind of, you know, talking with them about was like, I was like, this is, this is what people dream about. Like, this is what guys ask for, for like Christmas. They're like, Oh my God, right. that'd be amazing to do this. And like, uh, you know, the, it's just it all wraps it all into this. Yeah. This amazing experience. Yeah, so that give me a, forgive me if my, my ignorance here, but give me a breakdown. No like what is included in like when you buy that package, what is included? Is it, is the hotel, everything's included in that? The, the hotel um, so the everything at the tracks included. Um, okay. So uh, when you get the package, I think it's, uh, I think it was like 2795 for the uh-huh. M4 GT4 experience. Don't quote me exactly. You can just go to the website and look it up. Um, but it's basically you get breakfast, lunch, um, you get all the, the the V-Box data afterwards. You get all the driving experience thing like that. Um, okay. You get uh, insurances included in that. So if anything goes wrong for any reason, there's insurance right. backup. Um, you know, it's it's everything included at the track. Um, but like I said, they have a partnership with uh, Hotel Paseo now to where you get 25% off your stay, um, which is nice. I mean, it just kind of yeah. ties everything together. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to go... Yeah, if you're going to go to Palm Springs and spend the day at, I mean, if you live in SoCal, you can just drive there, but right. a lot of people are flying in, especially this time of year. It's like during the winter is the perfect time to go. It was 72 degrees and sunny yeah. and half, three quarters of the country's frozen. Even Texas was frozen. Yeah, and right. I'm in Palm Springs, all sunny and warm driving cars. <laughs> I mean, it's just awesome to just fly into Palm Springs, head to a really nice, uh, you know, uh, hotel, go to the track day. And I mean, in the long run, I mean, if you're probably to total everything up, you're probably looking at, you know, like 3,500 bucks, but for what, for what I got there, but I mean, right. I, for what you get, it was, I drove a factory race car, you know? Right. Yeah. Like if you're Which planning is, on, if you're planning on a track day or planning on something, you know, you're, you're mixing both a great track day and incredible experience with a vacation, you know, yeah, you're like, that's, that's the beauty of it. Like it's not, yeah, it's like $3,500 isn't cheap, but you're getting taking like a mini vacation to go, you know, drive some kick-ass, you know, race cars. Like that's <laughs> pretty awesome. Yeah. And it's in something Palm you, Springs, you know what I mean? It's in not Palm like Springs at, at a private country club track, you right. know, which yeah. is in perfect condition. Right. Um, it's like you're I going mean, to Monticello up in New York, which don't get me wrong. Monticello racetrack is awesome. It's one, yep. it's a beautiful facility, but outside of that, you don't really want to stay, you don't really want to stay there. You're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's not, it's not that awesome. So, you know, that's a pretty cool experience. Exactly. And uh, yeah, I mean, in the car, literally, like, I, like I said, I've driven some race cars in the past. This one was pretty darn awesome. So like I said, it's all stripped out. It's all caged up. You get crawled in, engineer straps you down in, um, you fire it up and it's got an amazing sound. And if the viewers go and watch 
watch the video later on, they'll hear it. It's, it's a soundtrack you could literally just want to listen to nonstop. Um, and what's kind of cool is it's got that, uh, it's got that, you know, that normal inline six raspy sound, but just taken right. up like a huge notch. Yeah. Uh, which like, yeah, I have helmet on. I have, uh, you know, the audio in my ears, yet I'm still just like, oh my God, this sounds amazing. Right. Yeah, it was just pure um, unfiltered noise. You know what I mean? Like they don't have yep. to, yeah, it's awesome. They're, they're not piping it in. They're, there's no sound <laughs> insulation. <laughs> There's no uh, M active sound on the inside. There's no M active sound. <laughs> no insulation to block the sound. Uh, so yeah, you can feel it rattling through the car. Um, the way it drove was exactly how I like to drive the car. So um, I'm actually going to say I lost the autocross. First time in a long time, I lost <laughs> at the autocross. I felt really bummed about that in the morning. I was like, wait, wait. I lost. I'm like, what, what happened? Um, but when we got into the, the track cars, like uh, the guy who ended up beating me was like, yeah, you guys were pulling it away. And it's like, well, it just fit my driving style. Um, it's, right. So a normal car, you know, even in the M cars, there's a little, there's some body movement. There's a little course, bit of roll, yeah. some suspension. This thing, like literally there's no suspension movement. I mean, <laughs> in any little, any little feedback you gave it, it, it was, it would go exactly right. where you're pointing it. Um, so it was very good to, I'm a very kind of slow, smooth, my emotions are very methodical when I'm in a car. Um, so like autocross, you're getting in there, you're throwing yeah. it around. You yeah. Know, I was never of, good at that either. It's very, it, it's like brutal in an autocross. You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're, it's on off. It's crazy. Yeah. You're, you're grabbing the, the, the dog by its scruff and you know, you're, yeah. you're holding on for dear life. And yeah, that's not my style. So like when we got on track in the M4 GT4 and it was like every little input I gave it so i could just be smooth and flow with it and uh the change in direction is what's just blows my mind so everyone's like oh it's fast it's fast well actually if you watch the video you'll see the m4 pull away from me so the instructor it's a lead follow right um, and the instructor was out in front of us but the instructor's in a normal m4 on slicks um and then we're obviously in the full race car um, but there's a few times you'll see when we get onto the main straight, he pulls away um, and then we catch up to him um, at the end. Uh, and it's it, obviously there was some, some, a little bit of the nannies were on so that as we're coming out of the corner, I would, on, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep so, a, but uh, customers in a purely unfiltered race car without right. a few nannies. Um, yeah. So there was a, well, there was that coming out of corners. Um, but when you, when we got, to the corner it was night and day right. um, so like at the end of the straight he kind of he kind of gapped us because he got that early lead going down the straight but by the end of the straight we're on the brakes right up on his rear yeah uh, and he's you can see he's he's putting it through the corner he's he's wheeling it uh, we're just like <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah right. i mean it was just it was so easy to throw through the corner um and the the amount of like lateral force he got out of it was a lot of it's addicting almost you yeah, know because you're right, just like imagine. you had uh so in a normal street car you go out wide you hit through the apex you drift mm -hmm. and you want to be very smooth arc that corner right. yeah and with the race cars they're very very much he's like you can point and shoot a little bit more you kind of dive in can flip it through and then comes diving out and what that does is by kind of making that a little bit more pointy at the end, you're actually lengthening that straight afterwards. So you're getting straight first. So you're actually accelerating faster out of that. I see what you're saying. Right. Yeah. So you're able to turn it. So when the streetcar has to kind of more arc through it, you can just come in, turn and already be going out. Right. Early. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's, it was, is a little bit different, but oh man, the, the ability to just, yeah that'd <laughs> be like turn. yeah that's yeah awesome. like i know like in the m4s and the m2s a lot of times you know you get in there and you you, you kind of you get in the braking zone it all gets on those front tires you got to make sure that the rears you know settled before you kind of get going through the corner and then mm. once you get coming out of the corner you got to make sure you got that weight back on the back end before you start you know right. you're thinking this kind of right yeah, there's a lot of weight management. You're moving that around, make sure you know the car's position positioned and in the right spot for where what you need it to do. Yeah. Um, and the GT4, the 
there's there was none of that it was just <laughs> like yeah under breaking obviously it's on the front but everywhere else it's just yeah it was flat and whatever i wanted it to do i could just make it do and yeah, it, was, it was really really fun to be able to do that and just kind of mind-boggling how, how how they can corner like that yeah i've always actually wanted to drive a race car because you see like if you watch it in you know, any race it, the capability seems insane like it seems like the cars should not physically be able to turn that quickly or, <laughs> or have that much grip but they do you know so i always wanted to say like, what does that feel like i've never driven any like you know any actual proper race car i actually drove i ironically at thermal club I, I was out there for with continental tire once and they had like a it was like a porsche cayman that was hooked up from someone like it wasn't like a you know, factory you know like a real factory car and yeah. even that i was like oh my god like this feels so much better than a road car so i would love to see what like something like the m4 gt4 really feels like because that seems like a lot of fun yeah it's so i so i did something similar with michelin and they had they actually had the z4 gt3 or gt oh, really? lm at the time yeah. um, when they launched the pilot sport 4s mm -hmm. um and and like i was mentioning with the m4 gt4 it's not the outright speed that amazes you right yeah. it's it's when they start going through the corner and you're like, wait, you didn't slow down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, where's the braking? Braking you didn't, zone is way different here. Yeah. You're like, wait a minute. You didn't brake for this corner. Yeah. They're just relying all on downforce to provide that extra traction, right. you know? Yeah. There's just a few corners where I'm just like, wait a minute. You're still on the gas. This is awesome. Yeah. And it just rails through that corner. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, okay, that's that's the difference right yeah and, and downforce is like a weird black magic because like the faster you go the more downforce you get because you know, the, the more it's pushing down on the actual car so like it almost feels counterintuitive to be like i i feel like i shouldn't go this quickly but you need the downforce you need to go quick more you know quickly so it's 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 kind of weird but um yeah that, that yeah i would love to do that that seems like a lot of fun um now how much power does the M4 GT4 have? Because sometimes the road cars are actually more powerful due to regulations, like due to different racing regulations. Uh, yeah, good point, actually. So uh, this, the one we drove it, so this, the M4 GT4 actually comes with what, what they call power sticks. Um, so there's multiple different power sticks, depending on which uh, racing class or series you're driving in, because they all do have different specs. Right, so um, different states of tune you can put the engine in? Correct. And also they do like balance of performance and things like that to kind of even classes out. Um, the, the one we drove actually was a little bit less power than the street car, um, right. the way yeah, they had it set up. Yeah, it's not uncommon, I don't think, right? To have for certain nope. classes of racing, usually it's not as high as what a road car can have. Um, the other thing to think about is also the the uh, the durability of the engine. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so on the street, you're not pushing it constantly at the top of its revs. So the, the wear and tear on it's not as bad. We're on right. the race car, you're constantly pinging off that rev limit. Yeah, if I mean, you're, you're max maxing out. out the engine. Yeah, so the life isn't as good. Right, yeah. So they, it's kind of, they dial back a little bit um, so that it, it provides more durability. Um, but they had this one set up, they, I think they said it's right around 440. Um, if I recall, okay. which is just a little bit less than the street yeah, car. The street cars but obviously, four, so some, yeah, it's, they said it's just a little bit less. I think he said four thirty. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, it's missing a couple hundred pounds of weight. You know, right? Yeah. yeah. So power to weight ratio, it's is better in that race car, yeah, though absolutely. it is less. Um, and it's that that was totally noticeable. So there's a quite a few times where. Like I said, they had the traction control on. So the way the traction control worked in this was very obvious. It, the further the steering wheel was turned, the less power it would clearly give you. Um, so okay. you could go into it full throttle. And then as you unwind the steering wheel, you could feel it allow you to go. Yeah. So like it was very clear. So it's almost like a like controllable traction control. Like you can kind of, you know, yourself control how much, you know, it, it works that's kind of interesting it's pretty cool yeah it was definitely a lot different than traction control in the cars where that's kind of more like it kind of it's like cutting power you right, know you kind yeah. of feel it kind of pull you back this didn't feel like i was losing power it just felt like it wasn't giving me everything right yeah yeah, yeah. it's like losing but as much. yeah but as soon as like i played with it a couple times because i was like oh this is really kind of cool and interesting i played with a couple as soon as that like as soon as it goes straight 
full powers available. So That's like as cool. soon like the faster you can get to that straight wheel, the more you're going to accelerate. So there's a lot, like I was saying, like you're trying to, um, in the corners, you're trying to get straight as quickly as you possibly can because you also got full power then as well. Yeah. So there's a few times where like I started getting it down to where I get that car turned as quickly as possible so I can get the steering wheel straight. And so the street cars got a few car links on me and it'd be like, whoa, <laughs> on his rear. Because <laughs> all of a sudden I had all that power, no weight yeah. and all that traction that it was just like, I could, it just, I could feel it like rocket out of the corner <laughs> way right. harder than the street car did. Um, to that's that, that was a lot of fun. So then I start focusing on, okay, let's get through these corners better because I want to get on that power as soon as I can. Yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds awesome. I'm like very jealous actually, because that's that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely something to be like. Even I'm, I'm jealous of the guys who get to do that all the time. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the instructors who are just you know constantly out there. It's like that's their job. You go out there and flog them. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, totally. Now, so you also got the whole like fitting experience, right? You got the whole racing suit, the helmet, and they fit. The seat to you right because like in a race car the seat is like you know set up for driving. yep so they had a bunch of different like seat pads underneath you um it wasn't like a full-on like like you see with the formula one guys where you get the full like the foam fitting type right. um they just had a different couple different pads in there for you if you needed um so that you're not sloshing around in the seat you want to be extremely snug in there right. um so yeah they fit you to the seat there was a couple cool things about the way the M4 GT4 fits. Um, so because it's like an endurance car, you know, for the most part, um, even in the sprint series, there's usually two drivers. So um, obviously you got different heights. You have tall people like myself at just over 6'2". You know, the seat isn't the thing that moves, which is kind of cool. You know, if you have sliders on your seat, that's not as safe in an accident. So the seat's right. bolted straight to the car. And it still has the adjustable steering column. And what's cool <laughs> is it, the pedals are what move. So you yeah, have a little, box. yeah, you have the pedal box and you got a little lever on, on the cage on the side and you pull and you can move the pedal box front, uh, you know, forward and back. Um, that's so that's, awesome. it's kind of unique and pretty cool to see and, and do. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool to get that all. So, so yeah, you sit with the, with the engineer and they make sure you get into the right position. Um, you know, your pedal boxes are in the right spot, obviously, you know, the wheel and things. Um, but uh, yeah, the seat doesn't move, which is really, which I personally, you know, liked a lot because um, I'm, I've known, I'm notorious at, uh, you know, I put my, my left foot on that dead pedal and push myself into that seat to feel as secure as possible. Yeah. Um, and to have that solid race seat just makes you feel so much more connected to the car. Um, I'm sure. Just like yeah. the, I mean, the M, the M seats are very good at kind of having that extra side bolster and stuff, um, sure. and you can cinch yourself in tight, um, but you still get that little bit of, you know, you're kind of holding yourself with the steering wheel course, when you're yeah. driving. It's still, yeah. Yeah. So some level of comfort. So it can't, you know, you can't right? be super snug. Yeah. Um, but the, obviously they're full race seats. So you got in and it's just like holding your your rib cage and yeah you can you start it up and you can feel it in your back um it was uh it's a super cool experience yeah uh, i, I kind of wish uh i could feel how low you sit in it like because it doesn't matter what road car i get in now <laughs> i'm like the seat doesn't go low enough and i'm short and i'm still like the seat doesn't go low enough so i, I would like to get into a real racing seat that's properly low <laughs> yeah so that's one thing i noticed so um I normally mount my GoPro like right on my chin area of the helmet. Mm -hmm. And that's usually just perfect because I'm taller. I'm usually looking out of the top of the windshield. Right. Um, and so on my chin is usually like what most people end up seeing. Um, and in the race car, it's, it's a lot of my hands and the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Uh, because yeah, you are so much lower. Um, and uh, so there's a few times I started noticing, I'm like, Oh crap, my video is not going to be right. So I'm like, <laughs> Even putting like stretching my head. Yeah. Yeah. Putting myself up just to get a better view for, for the viewers. Um, but yeah, you are so low and so just like connected to the car. Um, yeah, you can actually, actually, 
yeah, you feel like uh, you feel the traction even a little bit more. You know, you always can kind of feel the limits when you're cornering. You can't you kind of there's that feedback, you know? Yeah. Well, there's so much uh, less between your body and the what's going on underneath you. You know, there's not a, a massive seat track. There's not, you know, comfy, you know, he, you know, heated seats underneath you. It's there's a lot less. <laughs> they are air conditioned, though. Oh, really? The it seats? was air conditioned. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. uh, you know, you're in, you're in Palm Springs. It's going to be like yeah. 110 during the summer. Yeah. Well, they race in conditions like that, too. I mean, uh, they were just racing in uh, the Middle East uh, with the M4 GT4s. Yeah, for like um, actually, hours at a time. So yeah, hours at a time. So the air conditioning unit, you do have one in the center, in the center dash there, which you can kind of feel. But the real impressive one, um, it goes up to the center console and literally is like right, it's it's ventilated seat, but it's AC right on your back. Um, and so you can activate that. And it was it was cold. It was actually kind of nice. Even yes. through the full fire suit and everything. I could well, it's feel probably it. not climate control, you know, it's probably like on off, like you know. Right. Uh, yeah, it's just on, off, and, and they were saying the way it, it's kind of interesting how it works because everyone thinks and this is one thing I hate about going to track days with people, with some people, and they're like, "Oh, I don't want to have my AC on because it it draws power." I'm like, "You have 444 horsepower, yeah, fine with AC on." <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, like it's but, not like you know, cars in the 70s yeah. would have 90 horsepower, and the you know yeah. AC took drew you know 20 percent of the power to run it because it was you know old inefficient ac system these modern things there's you know modern systems yeah. are so great as a, as a driving instructor there's like people we'd be out in you know palm springs area and they'd be like i don't want to turn on my ac to to lose <laughs> right. power i'm like the the 15 horsepower or whatever it is you're losing is way if it's better even that than, you know what i mean like it's yeah, if it's even that. that compared to being hot and sweaty and and yeah. not being able to focus as well but the cool thing about this is they were saying is they don't want that power loss you know this they want everything you can out of the race car yeah well we're so don't, making money on with, yeah with your so, power you need exactly so it they were they mentioned it really quickly but i i should have asked some more questions about it it only turns on like under braking oh that's interesting yeah so it it's like cycles so only under when you're i guess off throttle is when the ac actually starts working oh that's pretty cool um, I never, I never so that it's not sapping power out of acceleration right um yeah so I was like, that's kind of, that, that was kind of a cool feature. I, I was yeah. like, I would like to dig into. It's things like that, that, that the race car had that, you know, that obviously the street cars, just, they don't worry about, but yeah. it's cool little things just to like to maximize the performance right. of that car. I, I didn't know actually a lot of, I didn't really know race cars were air conditioned just because I figured the AC system would just add too much weight and too much complexity and that it, they would just have taken it out. But that's pretty, that's pretty uh, nice to have. If you're going to be racing all day, you know, it's, yeah, it, it felt it, like it was, I mean, obviously it was like 72, but actually I, I cycled it off because it was, it was really good. So, I mean, yeah. being in, being in the, a, I've been in a fire suit a lot without an air conditioned race car and it's, it's, it's brutal, you're sweaty and like, yeah, it's like you're, you get out and you need to chug down three bottles of water because it's so bad, but I was totally, it was totally comfortable uh, and like felt great. I was like, yeah, you can do this in the middle of summer and be fine. So like, uh, obviously being in Palm Springs, they're my guess they're going to offer this year round. And uh, if you go in the summer, you don't need to worry too much about yeah. that. Cause the AC is actually probably better in the race car than it was in the street car. Cause all that right on, right on you is really right. good. Yeah. I can imagine. I, uh, I did a track day with, with Shelby in Vegas in the summer. It was literally in the summer in Las Vegas. I think it was like 110 degrees on the track. And it was so brutal that, I mean, we could only do, and we were in road cars, we were in like Shelby road cars with air conditioning, you know, and like we could only do a couple of laps where it was like, I gotta, I'm gonna go pass out. I can't, can't do this anymore. So I can only imagine what race car drivers, you know, for, I spent hours and hours in that tiny little, you know, confined yep. area. It's gotta be brutal. So yeah, AC's <laughs> gotta be very welcome. Yeah, I, I thought it was uh, like I was expecting like it was going to be like someone's hot breath blowing on me, but right, yeah, it, yeah. Like I said, I actually cycled it off a couple of times because like I, I, this this is pretty darn nice. Um, yeah, so it's, it's funny because creature comforts is what isn't what you think about when you're getting into a race car. You're not like, yeah, there's the AC button. Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, there's there's just so many other just cool little things like that 
that just made the experience so, so awesome. Um, we did a, so one of the first sessions you go out in the car is kind of just get familiar with the brakes. And so these are full race brakes. And so one thing with, with brakes is that if, if anyone that knows has been to a track day, your brakes get hot, they get very mushy, your pedal yeah. starts going to the floor. Um, this car is made to do feeling. that. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrifying feeling that at the end of a session, that's why sessions are only like 15 minutes. That's one of the reasons. Um, but this is an endurance race car. It's made to go 24 hours. Um, and so that the brake, like, it's like pushing a brick wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's got to be able to take that as it gets hot. Um, so yeah, the brake is like rock solid. And so the first session you go out is kind of like go through a cycle, everything and get it up to temperature. So it's kind of cool. Your first experience in the M4 GT4 is you come out, obviously out of pit lane, which is pretty darn cool to hear. But as you go down that back stretch, you're doing what, what you know, basically what race car drivers you see at the start of the race. You're, you're, you're accelerating hard up to about 80 miles an hour to heat up the tires and just slamming on the brakes to get the brakes up. And you do that a bunch of times. So it's just, ah, 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 it's just a cool cool experience because you know you see you've seen race car drivers do that in like formula one after they do you know the uh the safety car comes out you're seeing them swerving and braking and, right, right and you're always like okay like what's that actually doing and you actually get to feel it's that yeah. it's doing a lot it's bringing everything up to temperature and uh, you actually feel why they do that you know yeah. and it's, it's all those little things like that for me that I was just like, this is so cool um, because you just don't, you, you don't, you don't experience that. So right. being able to is just, just makes kind of, kind of, it takes it to the next level. Yeah. The car is cool. It's fast. It's a lot of fun, but you learn all these little things about what race car drivers do and what you see on TV and you just kind of start putting all those pieces together yeah. uh, and you, it's just, it's really kind of cool. Yeah. And hopefully it makes, uh, customers better drivers so they realize oh my tires actually need to be warm before i push my m4 <laughs> you know like i i should probably do that so i don't wrap it around the tree um that's coming a lot that's come up actually i've seen quite a few discussions recently about people getting their m2 cs's um yeah. because they started on really aggressive tires. those need to be warm yeah yeah they're on cup twos yeah um which is a that's a that's a summer warm weather tire yes it and is those cars started being <laughs> delivered in december um, so I know, I know of a couple people, I've seen some posts where they, they, they've already kind of experienced what happens when you don't have a warm tire. Uh, uh, I don't want to hear any horror stories about the M2CS. I know they're limited and I love that car too much to know that there are some dead ones out there. So ooh, that's thankfully bad. from what I've heard, no, no damage has been done, but there've been some very scared people. Some very so. sketchy moments. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's like, yeah, you learn about those things and why it needs to be done. I'm shocked actually to hear that people, cause like, I, I wouldn't say that I'm a talented driver, but we drive these cars a lot. You know, we, we get used to what sports cars feel like and what they do. And I mean, I was just at, um, BMW's test fest we were at Monticello in November and I was mm -hmm. on the track with an M2CS and it was like thrashing rain all, all day like on and off all day and I could push it it was it had tons of grip like it's an amazing car it's really impressive actually it was more confident in the M2CS in the wet than I was in the standard M2 competition in the dry so to hear that like you know people are <laughs> having some <laughs> sketchy moments Oh, they're pushing that thing maybe a little too hard for the road. Yeah, well, it's cold, you know. It is it's cold. That's cold a problem. Mornings. Yeah, it's it, that's yeah. the pro that's a big problem. Yeah, and, and no one's um, heating up their tires. People don't kind of take that into account. That like cup twos are really aggressive. They need to be hot. Before yes, they need ready. to get warm. You know, it's got to be a warm day. You got to warm them up. Um, right. And that's what you learn in these experience. You know, going down to like the M track days and yeah. this M four GT four experience to the extreme. You know, you learn things like that. Yeah, it's um, super important. You learn about car control. You learn about you know grip, and you learn about managing you know tire heat, tire temperature, brake temperature, and those are things that even though you're not on the racetrack, like on the road, it's not to the same extreme. But you still need to take those things into account if you want to have fun and you want to you know, you know drive down a twisty road quickly. You need to understand like there are levels of car control that you know you are fundamental to to driving quickly. Yeah, and you bring up a good point actually about our our experiences. A lot of people think we, you know, we spend all this time on track, 
but what they don't know is really we get like three or four laps right yeah it's very little it's like you're you're there here's a car you get you know you get a few laps you usually get like a warm-up lap a couple hot laps then a cool down yeah and it's so we experience it a lot you know with with the cold tires and with you know we get very limited time um where you know we get to experience it quickly in short bursts and we we do our best to portray how this car drives and stuff right right, where things like these these performance schools you said you haven't been right i've never been to the performance school i've actually i've been to thermal for several things but i've never been to the actual performance school i so i know i mentioned it earlier but like the normal uh m m day and and two day m M schools Mm -hmm. the the first time i did the one day m school i was exhausted at the end of the day (laughs) like there was literally some sessions where i was like can we take a break? <laughs> it's been, right. it's been 35, 40 minutes yeah. <laughs> and my arms are tired. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so it's like, it's so cool that this is available for them to go down and do because yeah, it's even things like, yeah, we don't, we, we don't do that. Uh, even though we yeah, get lucky not. enough to go to these, they can go down and spend, literally spend a whole day of driving M cars on track, which is, yeah. That's why I, I, I was saying earlier, I don't do my own anymore. I'd rather just go do that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so much more fun. Absolutely, yeah. You get a better car and you know, get to, to, to really push it. And I'm actually, yeah. it's, it's nice to also spend that much time in a single car because you really get to, to get the hang of like that specific car. So I, like I was saying before, as a customer, you're really starting to, to learn about what your car can do because you're really pushing it as hard as you can, you know, as hard as you dare uh for mm-hmm. quite a bit of time like like you said when we go when we go to those those uh you know like test drives and stuff on track not only do we only get a three or four laps but it's in like a new car every time so we never get to like learn the car you know what i mean it's like a three yep. four, those exactly. first few laps i'm learning the track i'm learning where my <laughs> braking distances are i'm learning i'm trying to remember which turns are where and like and then all of a sudden it's like okay done now next car it's like well i didn't get to really understand that car <laughs> So it's cool as a customer to be like, okay, I'm gonna get in this car and like really learn what my car can do. Because like if I like I bought an M4 and M2, you know, I'm on the, the, the track with those, I can really like figure out that the limits of that car. So then when I'm on the road, I'm so much more confident in what I'm gonna be doing. Yep. So that's a really cool Exi- way to think about it. Exactly. I mean, to be able to if 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 you're kind of new to the brand or even new to like the M lineups, it's definitely something highly recommended. And what's funny is you bring up a good point, like learning the extremes of your car. It's one thing that's like that I've figured out is it's not just for like in like the top M enthusiasts either. They have like experiences for just like all their other vehicles. Like they do like a half day experience, which is just like a, a which is amazing because what happens is how many like um, how many people do you know has ever done like an emergency stop? Right. They, they, they've never done things like that to where they don't know that when you need to come to a stop, you can literally just put your foot to the floor as yeah, hard like as you can. Yeah. yeah. And you're not going to lose control. Um, yeah. And so people don't realize kind of the safety factors of what their car can do because they don't get yeah. the experience that which you can go do at the performance school. You can go do that experience and they will take you up to 60 miles an hour and you just smash that brake and you feel the ABS and, and you realize my car's not going to spin out of control and I'm going to die. It's not going to happen, you know? Right, exactly. Uh, So it's cool that anyone learns from this. It's not just high performance driving. It's it's learning what the vehicles can do. Yeah, and one thing I've always, always learned about driving any car on track is especially now, Modern performance cars are so much more capable than you think they are. <laughs> like, drive any, like, I'm blown away sometimes at the cars I drive. It's like, I would run out of courage way before, like an M5 or something. Like, I would run out of uh, courage way before that thing runs out of grip and capability. Yeah. Like, it's crazy what they can do, which is a good thing and a bad thing, I think, to teach um, customers because it's a good thing because they're going to feel more confident in their car, but it's a bad thing because mm-hmm. they might feel overconfident <laughs> in their car and they might run out of capability before the car does and you know something bad might happen. But um, you know it's it's really surprising like what these things can do and like you said you can stand on the brake pedal like you can really yeah. put that thing to the floor and ABS and traction control and all these systems are going to keep it you know straight and keep you safe and uh, it, it's comforting to know how capable 
these things are and how well engineered they are and you know just what their limits are and the fact that their limits are so much higher than anyone is ever going to push them on the road must give a lot of people confidence for driving their cars it's just be like okay I, I know that it's not going to bite me i know this car i can, I can push it a little bit, i can have some fun and it, it's not going to hurt me or hurt anyone else you know that has that, that's a good that's a good thing to teach customers I think. so it's important for customers yeah. to go do that yeah so Yep. And that's why it's cool that they have that such a wide range of offerings. Um, they even have, um, I think, have you been to the, the South Carolina one? They have off-road tracks so you can uh, yes. experience what the X5 is capable of doing. I didn't do the um, off-road you know, track up in Spartanburg, wheels. but I did the track, the regular track. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like the, the off-road track is actually, I had probably, cause I don't off-road very often, like actually being able to go off-road in the X5 and you're picking up, there's one section at the South Carolina's, where like you, you climb up this rock wall and then you, you get to the edge and they tell you to stop and you're on two wheels and the car teeters back and forth oh, wow, on really? those two wheels. And then they're like, okay, let go of the brake. And it then teeters over and does its ascent control down. And it's just like, this is your X5, you're taking your family <laughs> in, you know? And here I am teetering on two wheels off a, a rock wall. It's just- right. Being able to just experience what all the brand can do is so much fun. Yeah, I actually did a, uh, not in um, Spartanburg, but I went to Toronto for M-Fest uh, and they did a, a small off-road course there in an X4. And I remember being like an X4. This is like <laughs> soccer mom crossover, like X4, it's not gonna do this well. And it was surprising. Like we were in really deep sand and like going up all those crazy hills and then going, you know, just doing all sorts of really impressive stuff. And I was like, I. I can't believe it. Like I know the brand well. We drive all these cars. Like I can't believe yeah. X4 is doing this. Like I really, I, I, it blew me away. And like you said, the, the brand has such a wide scope of things that like you can go on the off-road course in an X4 or an X5 or whatever, even an X7. And then you can also get an M2 and go on track. So the brand offers this crazy range yep. of uh, you know vehicles. That's really kind of shocking when you think about it. You know. Yep. And that's why the experience, the, the performance center is so awesome is because you can, you can, you find out like the capabilities and why it's a premium vehicle and, and why so many enthusiasts are like, yeah, this is why I drive a BMW is because that's what it can do. You know, yeah. uh, it, there's not, it's not made to, to be just like your everyday car. It's made to do a lot of things that you can do if you want to. Right. Yeah. No, it, it's definitely a really cool experience. And I think a lot of, I think every BMW customer should at least try it once, you know, or at least consider it because you're getting so much. You're getting, you know, you're learning how to drive quickly. You're, you're learning what your car, mm-hmm. you're getting an appreciation for not just your, your specific car, but the brand in general. Um, so I think it's a really, really cool opportunity for a lot of customers and even just enthusiasts. Like you don't have to be a customer of a brand new car. You know, you have the, I'm not a customer of a brand new car, I can tell you that much right now. So, uh, you know, it's really cool for a lot of people to, to kind of get a good appreciation for the brand and what it can do. You don't even need to be BMW people. I mean, I don't know how many times I've been to M schools and it's been like Porsche people and Audi people because the other brands don't offer this broad range of like schooling. I mean, yeah, there's the, uh, the Porsche centers like in Atlanta and LA, but they're kind of small. They don't have like full on track. Uh, you know, and some like Cadillac did like a small, like around the a tour around the country, yeah, but to have like a dedicated, Cadillac, yeah. yeah. So like to have like this dedicated school with a full track and be able to go from an off-road track to an experience to driving the full factory race cars, uh, is just, just an awesome experience to be able to go do. Um, yeah, no, that, and, that, that, that's, that's really great. Um, yeah, thanks for sharing that with us. Cause you know, it's something that we probably don't talk about enough. It's something I'm sure BMW would love for us to talk about more. <laughs> um, but, you know, we don't talk about it enough. And, you know, I think Horatio did it a couple of years ago and he did a story on it. But, you know, like I said, that was a couple of years ago. Um, you know, it, it's good to kind of remind customers that this is available still, you know, even especially now, you know, during the pandemic, people don't think anything's available. So it's nice to know that, you know, that, that's still going on. And then it's, such yeah. a, it's a good thing to do. And then there is two, there are two of them. There's the West and the East. So, you know, you can you know do which, whichever one's closer. Um, 
you know, obviously I would recommend doing the West because Palm <laughs> Springs is a lot nicer than Spartanburg, South Carolina. Nothing against Spartanburg. Yeah. Any, any South Carolinians who are going to be pissed off at me. Uh, it's really just because <laughs> Palm Springs is, you know, Palm Springs. It's a resort um, town. I mean, yeah, it's a resort town. It's perfect weather all the time. Um, yep. You know, and it, it's an amazing facility. Like I love going there. It really is awesome. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, with the, with this new M4 GT4 experience, really, um, you can, it's, it went from having, like we were saying, you learn and learn about your car and stuff to getting the ability to do something that you'll probably never get to do again. Right. That's, a, that's just, no one's going to drive awesome. a race car, you know, outside of racing drivers, no one's going to drive a full blown race car. You know what yeah. I mean? Like who's, who gets to do that? I like, I've been doing, I'm in this job. I have never driven a full blown race car. So the average customer is not really going to. Yeah. And anyone can go sign up and take advantage of this program. Um, I think right. they said the next one was already getting pretty full. So um, it's been, it sounds like it's going to be popular. And I'm sure as we get the word out to people, um, I, I'm really excited to share some of the video. Um, I, hopefully I made enough content and talked enough during that. I was a little in kind of shock and awe throughout it, but um, well, the, the you know, at least get to this, see why it was so much fun. This supplements anything you missed yeah. in, that, in that video. Right. Exactly. So everyone yeah, needs to watch both. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Listen to this first so you get an idea and then just sit there and listen to the sound of the engine in the, in the video. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. That's good. Now, is the M4 experience offered in both west and east or is that just a west west i think it's just the west coast okay because they have the full track circuit there right yeah yeah, yeah. the spartan the place the one spartanburg's a little small yeah I don't think yeah spartanburg track, has like a full-size track but they kind of put the pieces of it together to yeah. make one yeah where the thermal club has like a dedicated full track there yeah it's, it's yeah, thermal is probably the better bet for that yeah sure um all right man thanks for uh thanks for jumping on and kind of talking about yeah that. no problem that's, pretty, that, that's a really cool experience yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm glad we were finally able to get to do that. Um, hopefully, I mean, the dream is to continue and uh, do a few more stuff like that and bring it to our viewers. Um, because I, th I think I think you mentioned earlier, it's not something we cover a lot. And uh, I think it's pretty cool to to share, especially with customer racing growing so big. Uh, it's it's cool to be able to show uh, what what's available out there for everybody. Right, absolutely. Yeah, I think we should cover it more, to be honest, because it is such a great thing. And, um, you know, BMW, if you're listening, it's supposed to be really cold <laughs> next week. So Palm Springs sounds really nice. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for jumping on and kind of just talking about it and uh, just kind of join no us to, to tell customers they can do something really cool they probably don't know about. So Exactly. Yeah, anytime, man. It was fun. Yeah, all right. Well, thanks, Nate. Um, thank you for listening, anyone. You know, uh, you can find it, you know, this is the video version. If you want to listen to it, you, know, you can find it on all our podcast channels and, uh, you know, please subscribe, leave a like and do all that stuff. So uh, thanks, Nate. Thanks for jumping on. No problem. Cool. Th thanks, Nico.